Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The DVE Morning Show. It's two minutes after six at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. There will be a spotty shower or a quick rumble of thunder, but most of the day dry. High temperature 76 tonight, down to the mid-50s, and then Saturday a shower and a spot or two, maybe a late-day thunderstorm. Again, most of the day dry, high temperature, 78. I'm Scott Harbaugh on Severe Weather Center 11. It's 70 degrees now at DVE. The news is brought to us by an all-new Gotham and Lucifer. Monday starting at 8 on Fox 53, I'm Val Porter. The president is rejecting reports he tried to convince former FBI Director James Comey to halt his investigation of former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Trump fired Comey last week at a White House news conference yesterday. Trump said he thought the firing would be welcomed on a bipartisan basis and vowed to nominate an excellent replacement soon, which it looks like Joe Lieberman is the frontrunner. When asked if he thinks he's done anything to warrant impeachment, Trump said, quote, it's totally ridiculous. Everybody thinks so, and quote. And Senator Lindsey Graham says the Russia probe seems to be turning into a criminal investigation. The South Carolina Republican made the statement yesterday after senators got a closed-door briefing from Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. The probe includes allegations of collusion between Russia and members of the Trump presidential campaign. Former Fox News chief Roger Ailes was reportedly in a coma before his death yesterday morning at the age of 77. TMZ says Ailes fell and hit his head at his Palm Beach, Florida home last week and his condition worsened. He suffered complications and fell into a coma. Ailes biographer Gabriel Sherman tweeted he was told Ailes had a blood clot from the fall. Ailes is largely credited with being the driving force behind the success of Fox News. However, he was forced out as CEO last year amid sexual harassment allegations. A woman has died after driving her SUV off a Norfolk Southern Railroad bridge. The SUV was found in the Ohio River near the Three Rivers Trail in the Marshall Shadeland neighborhood yesterday. It's not clear why the vehicle was on the bridge. News reports say a cat was rescued uh, and made it through that uh, incident. A little boy from Maine says he was only testing the South Portland Police Department's 911 system. And he is apologizing to police on a little piece of yellow paper. Uh, The boy wrote, to the cops, sorry I called you and lied to your face and I will never call you again. He added, really sorry. Police thanked the boy and his parents for sharing the letter telling them we're just a phone call away when you really need us. Here's a rundown of when you hit your peak in certain areas of your life. Creativity, you peak at 25. Yeah, Uh, sure. If you want your kids to learn a foreign language, better get it uh, get them on it early. Eight years old is when you peak. Yeah, I, I regret all the things I didn't do that you're supposed to do before you're nine years old. <laughs> I didn't know there were a lot of <laughs> things on. other than p- go out and play. Uh, you peak at sex between the ages of 28 and 32. I guess that depends on your partner. I suppose. Uh, you Your salary peaks at age 48. 
being a best-selling author. You peak at 50. My time's running out for that. (laughs) (laughs) Running a marathon, 28. Your physical strength peaks at 25. That seems relatively young. Well, and it's also, I get it. You're, but after that point, I'm assuming they figure people are involved in raising children and, you know, working and you don't have time to work out. Well, I, I would think it's the potential for you to be super strong at 25 is greater than at any other time in your life. But, like, I'm probably in better sh- – I'm definitely in better shape than I was when I was 25. Really? Yeah, because those three years after college, I mean, you don't do blow anything. Blow it out? Just, <laughs> just blowing it out. At 33, they say you lose interest in cool, popular music. Whatever. I guess it depends on, I mean, for us, it's kind of not the yeah. case. But 25-year-olds is when you have uh, uh, the most friends. General happiness peaks at- Did you say 25 is when you have the most friends? Yeah. That makes sense to me because you don't know enough about people. You don't care to look into too much about them at that point and not enough pisses you off. You're willing to, like, overlook stuff, and then eventually you're like, you know what? That's a deal breaker. Like, when you're, (laughs) you know, a few years later, the deal breakers start to happen. Uh, 38 is when your overall general happiness peaks. Oh. And uh, marrying and not getting a divorce, that's ages 28 to 32. That's your best chance, I guess. We'll see. Deadliest catch star Sig Hansen is under arrest in Washington after an alleged altercation with an Uber driver. Police say Hansen is accused of kicking an Uber driver's car and spitting on him yesterday morning after the ride was canceled in the app. Authorities arrested Hansen at his Shoreline home, describing him as intoxicated. Hansen has since issued an apology on Twitter. Brad uh, Brad Pitt came forward to apologize for his alcohol abuse, which a source close to the actor says was way, way worse than he is admitting. Uh, The alleged insider telling In Touch Weekly that Brad, who says he's sober now, really hit rock bottom in the months before splitting with Angelina Jolie. In that person's words, quote, alcohol was not just a huge part of his life, but in recent years, Brad was boozing every night, drinking himself into oblivion. It was out of control, way worse than anyone could imagine. Brad would begin drinking around dinner and wouldn't stop until long after the kids went to bed. He'd eventually pass out about 3 a.m. and wouldn't wake up until about noon, often massively hungover, end quote. Yeah, that's no good. So you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Uh, And Chris Cornell's wife says the Soundgarden singer didn't seem depressed or suicidal when she last spoke with him. TMZ cites sources who spoke with Vicki Cornell yesterday morning. She says she talked to Chris during soundcheck on Wednesday and that he didn't seem suicidal or give any sign he was depressed. It was only when she couldn't reach him at his hotel room after midnight she became concerned and asked a friend to call hotel security. It was announced yesterday afternoon the medical examiner did rule it a suicide by hanging. A full autopsy report, including toxicology results, has not yet been completed. The final song Soundgarden played Wednesday night was Slaves and Bulldozers, and some fans think that Cornell may have included a message about what was going to happen by including a couple of lines from Led Zeppelin's In My Time of Dying Yeah, but as the last song. Did they always put that in there? And it wasn't like, know. you know, they did Zeppelin a lot. Yeah. I listened to an hour-long interview with Chris Cornell yesterday. He did on the WTF podcast in 2014. And, uh, boy, just sounded like a cool guy. You yeah. Know? Like, 
No, not yeah, not a depressive, not a you know, he's kind of funny, charming, you know, passionate guy. Mm-hmm. Well, sad, uh-huh. sad news. Uh, chance of showers or thunderstorms today, mid seventies for the high, mid fifties overnight tonight at seventy at DVE. I mean, there's always the chance, I guess, that he wasn't trying to kill himself. Was it a Michael Hutchins situation or yeah, David I Carradine? That. I mean, I think I'm everybody wonders that, that. It's like you almost have to make a statement at some point. Hey, if you ever, if that ever happens, just want to let you know. I'm into this. I No, I wasn't into it. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm not into erotic asphyxiation. So I really. I, I, I was really suicide. trying to. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> just just so my my uh, legacy isn't uh, besmirched. Tarnished. Yeah. Just sad. Oh, it's terrible. I listened to a bunch of his stuff yesterday. He was God, he was so good. Yeah. And I hate that I didn't appreciate him more. Like, I don't know. I could I, I probably could have seen him 20 times and I, I think I saw him, saw them. I think I saw him once. I don't I never saw them. Bummed about that. I mean, I've not, like I said, I've never seen them live, so I don't know what their live performances were like. But there, I think it was a USA Today reporter uh, who reviewed the show said that, you know, there were times that he was behind the band. He was talking a lot to the band, oh, uh, really? to, to the audience saying, oh, I feel bad for the next city on the tour. So I don't know. I mean, like I said, I don't know what their live performances were like. Oh, man. In general, so I, I don't know if, if that was a sign that something was going on, but it's just so sad. It is. Val Porter there with your news, and, uh, well, hopefully we'll be able to create a little bit of a diversion for you today. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's hockey night in Pittsburgh, originating from Ottawa. Greg Wyshynski, Puck Daddy from Yahoo, is going to talk about the big decision that Mike Sullivan needs to make this morning. Who will be in net for the Pittsburgh Penguins? Also, comedian Bruce Bruce is here. Our buddy Jason Mackey from the Post-Gazette is in Ottawa. And we'll give him a shout. And a great band in the coffee house with one of the best vocalists I've ever heard here in Pittsburgh. Kiki, bringing her band, The Buckle Downs. Into the coffee house. That'll be after 9 o'clock. I'm a little nervous. I hope Flurry plays tonight. I bet he doesn't. I bet he doesn't, too. I hope he does, too. And just stops every puck. Spectacularly. Yeah, shutout. Another shutout. How do you go from the shutout to getting chased in the first period? And you're... Future is in question. We were that talking night. about him as a Conn Smythe candidate, MVP of the postseason, and one period of hockey. That all changes. Sucks. Well put. It's a great day for hockey. The bastard bearded Irishman. It's a great day. Mike Pursuta's got your sports right now on the DVE Morning Show. Game two tonight in Ottawa, Mike. Actually, it's game four. Game four. I don't know why I said two. That's game. It is two in Ottawa. Second game in Ottawa, Second yeah. Second game up in the... That's what I meant. Canadian's capital city. Pens and the Sens, 8 o'clock tonight on your Pens flagship. 
1059 The X. Who will be in goal for the Penguins? Mike Sullivan said yesterday that he would make that announcement this morning. So stay tuned. It's either Marc-Andre Fleury or Matt Murray. And uh, the intrigue uh, is downright fascinating. I'm not sure who I would pick if I was Sullivan, really. Uh, I think you can make an argument for either guy. I think you go with... Uh, if you go with Murray, it's a little bit of a kick in the butt to your team if you think they need it. They're not down two games, though. No, but they are not playing, uh, despite uh, the chances that Sullivan mentioned that they had uh, in that uh, 5-1 loss in Game 3. They're not producing offensively the way uh, he thinks they can, and you heard a couple of guys, Chris Kunitz and Matt Cullen in particular, uh, aghast at the lack of relative battle level, not that they weren't competing, but the Senators were competing harder. The Senators looked hungrier. Uh, The Senators looked more determined. So uh, a goaltending switch is maybe a way to reach 18 guys as well as, well, you know, I can't say that Flurry was to blame for game three, but he wasn't great. It was clearly his worst game of the playoffs. And that uh, might factor in as well. Marc-Andre Flurry's 9-6 with a 2.56 goals against average and a .924 save percentage. Uh, The other Part of this is that, uh, boy, they threw Murray and he hadn't played since uh, the third to the last game of the regular season, so it had been a long time, and you're not sure what you're getting when you put a guy in in that type of situation. And, man, did he look razor sharp. I was surprised. I was, too. And it's not as if the Senators just backed off once they got that lead. No. They were attacking the Penguins all night. And Matt Murray really looked focused, and he was tracking the puck, and he was making saves on deflections and redirects and – uh, really looking uh, like the old Matt Murray. So uh, big decision for Mike Sullivan. We'll see what he comes up with today. In terms of Patrick Hornquist, Brian Rust, and Justin Schultz, Mike Sullivan said they're probably not probable. Mm. Probably not probable. First time I've heard that uh, twisted in such a fashion. For the Senators, they lost Alex Burrows, one of their forwards, in Game 3, head coach Guy Boucher uh, said yesterday that uh, Ottawa was still hopeful Burroughs would be able to come back and play tonight. Not an elimination game, but a pretty big one. Because this team, uh, this Ottawa team has uh, an ability to frustrate opponents and having to hack through that for three consecutive games might be problematic. Be a real good idea for the Pens to win tonight. If yep. they don't, they still have two of the last three at home, theoretically. Sends her game away from elimination game with a home ice advantage tonight. That's not a situation you enter into lightly. Mike, no. Su- Mike Sullivan may pull a ripcord on this one and go Murray. I think it all comes down to how, uh, if uh, at all, Flurry has changed the way he's perceived in this run through the first two-plus rounds. Because he was clearly the backup all season, he was the backup when the playoffs started, and he has, of course, played uh, to a much higher level than that in getting the Penguins into the third round. I don't know that there's a coach's handbook for this either. But Mike Sullivan has uh, made a lot of calls and a lot of decisions in his tenure here, and haven't damn near all of them been the right calls. Yeah. The thing, though, he's been able to do to great effect is to motivate this team when they need to be, to make adjustments on the fly, which is the crucial component of a coach's job in the postseason. 
Yeah, you ought to know your personnel better than anybody and how they should best be reached and deployed. But he was, I mean, I guess if you go down four goals, it's really hard. No, I don't know if any adjustment is going to work when they can kind of sit back and protect four goals. But they didn't really sit back, actually. I mean, they, they kind of did keep attacking Mike. Yeah, and he did in, in pulling Flurry, and he acknowledged this after the game. It wasn't just Flurry. It was, you know, somehow sometimes ass. you're trying to reach your team that way. That's a fairly standard move, and he made it. But uh, surprising how good Murray looked when he came back in. I wasn't sure what they were going to get at that point. And uh, it's complicated it, but uh, Mike Sullivan continues to maintain that this is one of the strengths of the Penguins, that they have two good goaltenders, and uh, we'll see which way they go. In the uh, Western Conference Final, uh, Anaheim rallied for two goals in the final 627 of regulation at Nashville, including a game-tying goal with 34.5 seconds remaining, and then won it in overtime 3-2. to two. That series is tied at two games apiece, Corey Perry of the Ducks got his third overtime goal of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That ties the uh, NHL record set by Mel Hill of Boston in 1939 and matched by Maurice Rocket Richard in 1951. Anaheim snaps Nashville's 10-game home winning streak at the Bridgestone Arena. What a great series that's become. A lot of Steelers news yesterday. A couple of failed physicals that uh, generated headlines. Tight end Ladarius Green's troubled tenure with the team has come to an end. Green has been released uh, with the designation failed physical. Played just six games last season with ankle and concussion problems. 18 catches for 304 yards and one touchdown. This from a guy that the Steelers signed to a four-year, $20 million contract as a free agent that included a signing bonus of $4.75 million. I can't believe how that played out. Who did the vetting for this guy, Mike? Mike Pence? Come on. Wasn't uh, properly done, that's for sure. That's uh, got to be the worst free agent signing in Steelers history. Yeah. Not because he couldn't do what they thought he could do. He just wasn't physically available to do it. But they're going to pay him how much of the $20 million? He's already earned $6 million. they got to pay him two this year? No, they don't have to pay him anything else, but the, he's going to cost uh, three point five oh. against the salary cap. Okay, all right, I get it. He got his uh, signing bonus and his salary of $1.25 million last year. Okay. Unless, I don't know if the Steelers would want to, if they're going to claim that they were not uh, properly informed or uh, they were misinformed uh, when they signed him or did they just not check him out? Or are concussions just that unpredictable and what happened happened? It is time to move on, uh, you know, however the, the finances shake out because the, the waiting around on that guy last year was problematic. Problematic. It totally screwed him up. I mean, look, maybe it made Jesse James mature a little bit, but that wasn't worth six million bucks. No, it was not. But I mean, it didn't totally got. They still got to the AFC Championship game. But what do you have, like four hundred yards receiving? Well, I just said that. Yeah. Well, I was. I was trying. I was going to amortize. Three hundred four. Three hundred four. Okay. Greg Warren uh, is also uh, released with the designation failed physical. Uh, Warren uh, issuing a statement yesterday through the Steelers, quote, I had full intentions of playing this upcoming season, but in light of new information I've already received from my doctors relating to a past injury, it has been determined that trying to compete in the 2017 season may be a risk to my long-term health. 
After discussing this with the Steelers, we have decided it would be in everyone's best interest to release me at this point. And uh, there's the other shoe dropping on the drafting of a long snapper in the sixth round. Clearly, the Steelers were aware of this. They would not have drafted a long snapper in the sixth round had Craig Warren been healthy. I wonder why Kevin said he was healthy then. Yeah, he said the, he, as of now. Oh, okay. He qualified it strangely. Uh, as of now, but yeah. when so, a doctor so, sees him. As soon as we talk to his doctor and confirm that he's not healthy, then he right. won't be. But, uh, Pirates beat the uh, Washington Nationals 10-4 to yesterday afternoon at PNC Park. Josh Bell is ninth home run. John Jaso his third. Andrew McCutcheon, two for five. He's got the average up to 220. 27,728 uh, taking that one in at PNC Park. Tyler Glass now five innings, three hits, four runs, two of them earned, three walks and six Ks. He improves to two and three. Buckos improved to 18 and 23. They're still last in the NL Central. They've got the Philadelphia Phillies tonight at the ballpark on the North Shore. Jeremy Hellickson against Trevor Williams, 705 first pitch there. And uh, the cloud continues to hang over Jung Ho Gung in uh, South Korea. He uh, reportedly has lost his appeal of a suspended eight-month jail sentence following his December arrest for driving under the influence and leaving the scene of an accident. According to the Yonhap News Agency, uh, the Seoul South District Court denied Gung's appeal on Thursday and upheld his sentence. It's suspended for two years. Uh, this story's a little confusing, but I'm assuming that that is factoring into his not being able to get a work visa to come to the United States right. and play baseball. Going, going, gung. I like it. I mean, I don't like it. I like that as a as a headline, as a Chiron yeah. on ESPN. I think the bottom line is he's not going to be playing third for the Buccos anytime soon. Mike, proceeded with your sports there. Greg Wasinski, Puck Daddy, will be joining us 745. Jason Mackey from the Post-Gazette, 845. He's in Ottawa talking game four with both those guys. Val has the news coming up top of the hour. What do you got, Val? Well, you can't be fat but fit. We'll talk about what doctors say. Chance of showers or thunderstorms, mid-70s for the high today. It is 70 now at DBE. On Channel 11 Morning News, we... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.